All right, so welcome to Made in Chaffer podcast episode, I want to say 76. Correct me if I'm wrong. 77? 77. 77, bro. Oh, man, I'm normally right. Fumble the bag. He's close, he's close. Oh, man, one off, one off. But 77, the road to 100 continues. Um, Not too far now, but yeah, now, episode uh, 77, Main Chapel Podcast. Boys, do your thing, introduce yourselves. Yes, uh, Colson Nusi, Don Corleone in the building. It is what it is when it isn't. Had to bring the bars out because <laughs> had to bring the bars out because we got a raffle here. You know what I mean? Had to shuffle my you know pen. <laughs> he's heard lemon pepper freestyle. Now he thinks he's a bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it does. <laughs> I hear that. I flex hear it. That. Flex it. <laughs> has to be done. I, I I have no bars. Um, yeah. You just have the K rolls. Come on, that's come that's on, powers, come on. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's Eman G four five. What's going on, people? You already know. Yeah, I love it. Uh, got a special guest in the building. Introduce yourself. Big up yourself. Yo, my name is Javel, but today I'm coming as Lapel today as the rapper as the artist. Jeez. Uh, mm. thanks my brothers for allowing me on this you know made in chaff podcast these men have been putting in the work so please follow that at them all of that but um yeah man i'm just i'm just here to kind of um spread the word and obviously spread the artistry so appreciate it brothers i love that honestly yeah this i love when we have guests like this because this is like family you know what i mean like yeah. we've all well from trafford we've grown up together you know so it's and then to see your progression i'm excited to discuss the ep and just your music journey thus far yeah, like we have not. to. We just have to get straight into it. So, I mean, give the people. So the EP is dropping soon. Give the people a, a breakdown. Let them know what, what can we expect. What's coming? It's yeah, out, no, bro. for sure. So, so uh, yeah, 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 it's out. It's, it's dropped, actually it drops on Friday. No, it's okay. It drops Friday, five p.m. Um, to be fair to yourself as well, I didn't give a lot of people like that teaser or like for mm. a few months. I kind of chopped it up with um, you know my cousin being the producer. And we thought, you know, this is actually kind of hard. Let's just release this within the week. So it dropped um, Friday, 5 p.m. It's a two-track mm. two EP. Um, and I know um, me and Iman was kind of speaking privately. And I know people were like, oh, why is it? Why was it short or stuff like that? But I think it was kind of just a seed to build the momentum and the brand. And obviously, mm. SoundCloud exclusive. I kind of wanted to see the, the feedback that would get. And, you know, they possibly maybe an extended tape if the streets are asking for it or, you know, my friends are asking for it or whatever, but mm. um, we'll see how it is. It's one of them ones as well. Like um, I wanted to bring the visuals. So when the visuals come, that's when it will obviously be on Spotify and then so forth, we can build more Hear that. momentum going. It was more of like a, a chess move, I suppose. Um, but yeah, um, it's been a, it's been a like short journey as a rapper to be fair. I only started doing it. Um, it might be six months now. I think it was like October. Mm. And, it was more working on like tight beats on YouTube. You know what I was. You know, everyone's had that. I mean, yeah. You know, I, you know, I, I feel like a rap. You know, let me get the tight beats up and uh, try that. I hear but, that. Um, but like, um, I think the challenging thing was, you know, I've done a poetry piece with you guys before with Eman. Um, yeah. And I think so that made it a little bit easier trying to um, writing, but also made it harder trying to transition that onto like a beat because you know. Poetry is kind of longer words, so you need to shorten it down and stuff like that just to kind of fit the pockets of the beat and that. So that was a bit of the challenge, but I'm enjoying it, man. And I've kind of feel like I've got a taste for it, so I'm just going to keep on putting more work for sure. Mm. No, I love that. Uh, so one of the things I'd say is I was 
really impressed with the artwork. That was what it was for me. And obviously, so now I'm going to go do my diligence and do my research. And obviously, I'm going to take in the EP as I should. What what can I expect then? Seeing as I didn't already know it was out. Now I know it's out. I'm going to go check it out first thing after this. What can I expect? Um, I think it's... I don't want to say that. I feel like that's quite cliche to say different, but um, Mm. there's not... um, a box you can kind of put the music in mm. um, and I think the the artwork kind of spoke in itself as well and that probably why you know probably caught people's attention you know what I'm saying especially yeah. as well I didn't want to put the first artwork as like um, a self-image thing I kind of wanted to put Got something you. that I'm into so like <laughs> E-Man could vouch for this but I'm a man that loves a peppermint tea wherever I go <laughs> so it was kind of like, like, <laughs> like I like a peppermint tea or you know just to unwind you know however mm. but um so I think that kind of just spoke to my personality in regards of like the sound. Um, I think you can see a UK influence as well as a US, but um, I think I kind of mm. made it my own. So yeah, I think you That's enjoy a- it. And, yeah, and because even like comments that I've got back is like, oh, what do you kind of call this rap? Is it like cloud rap or stuff like that? So mm. it's not, um, I, I believe like a generic sound. You know, like you could say gram or drill. I don't think you could just say it out. Yeah, like you that. can't put yourself in that box. Yeah, in that box like that. So yeah. I mean, so what would you say, who's certain artists that have inspired you uh, when in your process? And what's been the process when you was writing these these tracks that you was going into? Um, so I think my inspirations have been, I can't lie, UK right now for music is just doing bits, like, and it has mm. been doing bits for, for a while, but um, I've been really fucking with, like, the new sound, sorry, mama language. <laughs> I've been really... Now you got to get them off, man. <laughs> I've been really messing with the new sound, like, um, artists like, like DXVL, Artin, uh, my cousin Dead Capri, he produces. Mm. And it's more like the underground sound, Sam Wise, House of Pharaohs, like a lot of these UK um, underground people that's putting in the work that's been my influence, but also kind of like the trap sound of like, um, you know, Playboy Carty and all of these people, just kind of mm. that headbutt vibe, you know, the little screw face mm. when you catch that 808s coming in. So it's a bit of a merge of that and just kind of making it my own. Um, in regards to the writing process, um, as I said, naturally, it's come to me just just writing anyway. But then trying to like, mm. get a beat and fit into that, um, it was it was hard and easy in its own right. I think sometimes you know, catching the melody before catching the words can be a bit confusing and vice versa. So it was like, mm. like what I'd do is I'd write like a eight bar, and then I'll listen to the beat. And then I'll be like, all right, cool. Now I'm going to go off it from there. Rather than like writing beforehand and just trying to lay a whole, you know, uh, yeah. 16 bar or something over the track. So mm. it's kind of just trying to catch the vibe first and then trying to trying to write it down. Yeah, you can tell yeah. from the you can tell from the beats that they're actually quite vibey, like especially um Rick and Morty. Cause like even like so for example, recently I've been listening to a lot of like old school hip hop, right? Mm. And the album behind me, AT Aliens, like that album, they proper got into like their space bag. Mm. And when I listen to that beat, it gives me that Rick and Morty type of... It literally reminds me of Rick and Morty. So it was a perfect... It's a perfect Mm. name for the song. Do you know what I'm saying? And that album, Outcast 80 80 Aliens, sorry, is a wavy one. Like, that's when they really brought their sound. And I think as well, um, I've listened to that album and they speak a lot on spirituality. And I don't know if you, like, you caught the bars, but I kind of speak about the same thing as well. Um, And I just think it's just, like, trying to echo to be in tune with yourself. And Mm. also what I represented, it's not like I'm just doing music full time. Like I'm actually mm. like some of you, man, I'm working nine to five. So I kind of wanted to speak on that and just be like, you know, I kind of got the knack for rapping, but 
I'm still mm. doing my grind that I got to do day to day. I like so that. Just you've, given, you've given your true self. Yeah, I was just kind of speaking myself and speaking my story, and obviously, like, just yeah, as you as you said, speaking myself, speaking about myself, really. So, mm. it's been good. No, I like that. That's that's the best way to go about it as well, because you can't. The only person you can be is yourself, and yeah. putting your own influences on it as well. I think that's amazing. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think like. I'm not gonna lie, I tried to do a bit of drill beat, like try to do drill type beats just to see if I could rap on that. And it didn't, mm-hmm. the, the frequency didn't register with me, you know, and maybe it's just mm. like, it wasn't my truth that I could speak on that kind of track. So um, when like, you know, I heard those those two beats on the EP, it was like, actually, you know, I can I can fit into this. And you I can, can like, yeah. get out there. So um, it was a bit of like a journey to find the right tempo, should I say, the right frequency that I can, I can wave on for sure. Mm. Nah, you gotta be your true self. I mean, we're from Trafford. I don't think any of us could ride a drill beat. That would yeah. have been impossible. What are you man? <laughs> what are we gonna say? <laughs> I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Call me at the station. It's just not been our life. That's it's not, not the exactly, life we've led. Exactly. So think, yeah. Sorry, they were to cut you short, but exactly that. Like, it's not our life, and I think just speaking about our truth, I know it could connect more mm. for the people like us. That's you know, you know, some of us have lived in London and maybe a bit of a rough area, and then got moved by our parents into like a a nicer area like Trafford Hundred. You know, it still had a mm. bit of its roughness to it but you know what I mean it's better than where we've been from so mm. I had to kind of speak that and obviously a bit of opportunity that you know some people may not have had so yeah it's, it's been a blessing man been a blessing to put no. out there Dem- Dem- no Dem- well done yo what are you saying Chaffer's Ta- 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 a bad man area what are you talking about nah come on the let the Chaff man come for you he's disrespecting in comparison to other areas it's sweet come on yeah it's sweet it's home but it's sweet come on dog our biggest oh, concern yeah. is make it is to try is not trying to miss the last train. Yeah, that's the main concern. You know what I was saying? Trying to get, yeah. up, get that last train. When, top. when you, that's your concern, I don't even <laughs> don't want to hear no one from Trafford on a drill beat. Fam, <laughs> um, when did when did you start? When did you like think you know what? Like, I'm a, I'm a actually put like put this stuff out there. When was the the switch point for you? Um, so like. It's kind of been a blessing to have some like real friends like yourself and like mm. people that would just say, I could send the music to and they'd be like, all right, let me see what you're doing here. And I had feedback from the man. And some of them weren't feeling some of the tunes and some of them were, but I think it was like, actually, you know, a lot of people were saying you have potential. So I kind of was like, you know, that's a, a reinforcement to kind of give this a go. In regards mm-hmm. to putting the music out there, I think I kind of just had like a, you know, fuck it, moment. It's not gonna hurt any. Like, let's just let's just put it out there and see see um, how it goes. So, I think I made like about four or five tunes prior to the dropping the EP, and then mm. you know, I kind of was like finding my flow, finding my, I guess my bag, I suppose. And then I was just like, right, let's just drop something and then see what I can do. And also, I can listen to this EP, critique it myself, and see where I can improve. And then go when I do drop something else, it kind of like is me, you know, levering up, I, su- I suppose, so. Yeah. I see you interesting, like, I guess, have you, I guess it's still quite fresh, but you've been able to sit on the songs for what must have been a while now. Mm. Do you have any critiques of yourself already that you've... The thing is, Ademir, I actually haven't been sitting on the tunes for a while, so I'll be, I'll be real with you guys. I made those two tunes, like, last week, uh, last weekend with my, Got like, you. my cousin and, like, as I said, the vibe, the energy was drinking our peppermint tea and we got the idea started flowing. I was like, actually, you know what? Mm. This sat in here, like, let's just release it and see what the reception we get to it. So it wasn't that premeditated, but um, 
yeah, we, we just kind of went with it. So I think it was more like a feeling just to kind of drop it than, oh, actually, mm. you know, we're going to do it like this, we're going to do it like this. So, um, but so far, if I were to critique myself, um, I don't know, I think I'd say like, changing the way I kind of use my voice. But I think that's something that will kind of come over time. You know, there's mm. like, you know, there's ranges of how you can use your voice and deliver those kind of bars. I think, you know, right now it's, like, to be modest, I think I'm quite hard as a rapper, but also I'm, I'm quite one, one dimensional to a degree because I've only just Got started. You. Do you know what I mean? I've only just started. Yeah. And I'm only saying it's just because I want to better myself and be the master, master what I'm doing right now. So mm. I, I say that's the only way I could critique myself. But, um, in regards of what I'm speaking about, I feel like from a lot of rappers that start out, I've got a substance. So I think that's mm. what that kind of differs me from, um, from when people start out, I suppose. Uh, love that. All right. So just before we close on this particular topic, yeah, what do you want people to take away from the, the EP? It's more just like the vibe and just like if you are in, you know, kind of... I don't want to say crossroads, but in, you know, you are the person that's working, doing your nine to five and also like mm. you've, got a, you've got a creative outlet like you, man, you know, the podcasting, that's your creative outlet, you know, talking about the culture, talking about whatnot. I think it's just kind of resonating with those people. Like, you know, we can, we can kind of do both. And at the end of the day, we can excel in both. There's no wrong exactly, with Exactly, yeah. You know what I mean? There's no, I feel like with these kind of scenarios, it's always like either or. And I'm like, nah, you mm. know, we can do both. We're like, we're black excellence. We're all excellence and we can we can do both if you want to get involved with that and um i'm like surrounded by talented people like yourselves and i've got like my missus that does the graphic design and so and my mm. cosmos in-house so it's, it's all just kind of these creative energies that even allow me to you not know, why not give a why not give it a go in something else as well so that's why i kind of want the ep just to speak to, to the people like that like you know you can you can get into whatever you want to get into and I'm 28 and people might say that's raw, like, not 28, sorry, I'm 27 this year. But like, some people might say that's a bit too late to start rapping, but like, no, nah, it's never too late to get into it. Never too late, never too late, man. I think like, yeah, that's what I'm trying to speak to, just to get in your, mm. um, be curious and and don't think you can't do what that person's doing. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So yeah, that's- No, nah, I do like that takeaway. And yeah, focusing on the never too late angle is just, if you want to do something or you want to have a creative outlet, you have to go for it. 100%, 100%. And I think it's it's therapeutic to have something else outside of what you do, um, your you know, your work or whatever, because you need to work for you. You need to give something back to yourself. So I think when you have something like that that you can work on, it's therapeutic at the same time as well. That's a fact. All right. So second topic for today, um, the boy Drizzy himself uh, dropped Scary Hours 2. Gave us three tracks. Uh, What's next? Wants and needs and lemon pepper freestyle. How are you guys feeling about it? I want to let the boys speak first because I actually haven't heard this. Just because, um, as an artist now, I've been working on me. So, but but what I'll do, Demi, after this, I'll listen to. I respect that. Or if we can, if we can play a little teaser of the tracks and maybe I'll give it a run. But yeah, I let the I let Collins and Eman cover this first, and then I'll I'll see. Um, I think it's good. Uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I feel like um, mm. he covered all his bases. So obviously he put out uh, What's Next, which is kind of like the single, the hype hype song, get everybody excited, whatever. Had a couple different experimental flows on there. It was a good song. I'm not, I'm not mad at it. Once in Needs, um, 
again, he wasn't he was out of pocket, especially at the beginning. His first his first verse, he's not even riding the beat. So I was like, wow, what is he doing here? So I'm actually impressed that he's actually trying to do something different. And obviously, mm. it's the same kind of concept, same kind of things he's talking about, but he's he's delivering it in different ways. So I, I was happy with that song. And I think Lil Baby absolutely murdered that song as well. Yeah, of course. Awesome Man said he's the goat and he fits a description. I said, yo, this guy's <laughs> this guy's in his bag. But the song that stands out the most for me is uh, Lemon Pepper Freestyle, man. That song, Drake has reached a new level of rich. That's all I've got from that, from that mm. song. <laughs> so the, everything the, you're talking about, you can't even, it's not even things we'll, we'll see in our lives, man. I can't relate anymore. Actually, I can't will, relate. But <laughs> for now, that's all I can't, I can't now relate. I can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's how I feel, feel about it. Do, do you feel like, what, what song was it? Um, the first track. Wants and needs, not wants and needs. What's, What's next? next? What's next? What's next? Right. I feel like that song was made for ASAP Ferg. I feel like maybe what well, as a diss. Sorry, like no, 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 not as a diss. Oh, okay, not, not as a diss. Just like um, the style and rapping, the song. Yeah, uh, I can see that uh, actually. Yeah, I just felt like that was for ASAP Ferg. Um, so that I that was that was my only like qualm about the whole. The whole I did not like it, but other than that, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Yeah, I, only really listen, I only listened to the thing like twice. I wasn't really too involved with it. I only listened mm. to it twice, so um, I can't really give a real conclusive opinion. But I can definitely say what I've heard is is decent. It's definitely mm. nice. Is what's but, next the one with the sorry man? Is that the one yeah. that he says like um oh they want to know what's next on Valentine's Day? I was having sex. Is that the yeah, one? Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah so yeah, next, okay. So Some corny bars, man. No, nah, you know what? Okay, you know what? I, time I just stretched. Okay, Valentine's I had sex. Okay, <laughs> you okay. know what? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though, I like I, I like I heard that track today actually because my um, missus played it. But um, yeah, that for me I like I liked it because. It's kind of like he makes a mockery on like himself and also like the, you know what I mean, like the audience because everyone wants to kind of know what Jake was. Is when his baby mom thing came out, everyone's mm. like, "Wow, oh, what's going on?" We had the whole Pusha T situation, so it's like I like that he can still find the funny side of like, "No, I'm doing this." Like, you want to know what's next? Here we go. So I like the way he can, you know, can kind of make that conversational in the track. So I found yeah. that hard. But um, I can see why also it could be Dean Corny as well because like Drake I, I don't know man I just I wasn't feeling what's next I just I I didn't I don't think I, I wasn't crazy about the the beat selection I'd already mm. heard it because it was a it was a leak so yeah, I'd indeed, already yeah. heard it when I heard it when it leaked I was like yo this is this is not good so I was surprised he went with it because he's got better leaks out there mm. um, but I was I was very very impressed with Wants and Needs because I felt. Obviously, that's probably the best uh, little baby's been in a while. He's been pretty average and just turning in the same stuff. But they both came, and they've got they've got very good chemistry. Those two when they come together, so I enjoyed that. And then lemon pepper freestyle was fantastic. My only criticism is maybe it's a bit long at six minutes because it does just start to become him rambling and just we can't relate. But other than that, I was actually very impressed. Two good songs I'll take away. I probably won't ever listen to what's next again unless I hear it outside. 
Um, I heard it's but, going yeah. number one, bro. So you, you're gonna hear it outside. Wait until June 21st. Yeah, this guy will be. You'll hit differently rinse. then. Don't worry, you'll yeah, hit different. Yeah. Then. You know, I'm a liar. I'm a liar. I'll, I'll be the one telling the DJ, "Yo, can you play what's next?" <laughs> 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 I'm not even gonna hold you. So uh, yeah, you you already know me, <laughs> but I didn't. On first listen, nah, it weren't for me. But two good songs, man, that I'll take away. Um, I've had Wants and Needs on repeat most of the weekend. So, nah, man, he did his thing. And it, it all it was designed to do is to create a buzz for the album, which is coming. I'm just intrigued as to what sort of sound he's going to come with that. And with Drake as well, it's like he's mastered... Not- like so many sounds, he's been on like the top of the mm. charts. It's kind of like, where do you go with this? Like, yeah, like that's that. what he I'm always, interested in. He always do. He does attempt to take us somewhere else each album, and I think it's usually successful in it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. If you want to talk about it in like numbers sense, um, but yeah, so yeah, I'm intrigued as well. Yeah, well, I don't think he'd, he'd he'd concern himself, or I wouldn't worry for him about numbers. I think it's more. I wonder what. Uh, Certified uh, Lover Boy is going to sound like. Um, I just don't know what sound he's going to play take with that. I'm good. I, I'm, I think, I think like a, go on, Danny. I think he's ready for his confirmed classic. You know, the one that Ooh. that's undisputable. It's going to probably be about ten to fifteen tracks long, um, very tight, and you know, a bit the a similar approach to Nothing Was the Same. I just don't know how it's going to sound. I was thinking about Nothing Was the Same. Is it going to be instant classic? classic? I'm I'm thinking this is an attempt to go for it. Instant classic, as in yeah. it's a, unanimously, it's a classic. It's a bold claim. I could be boy. wrong, and I, I think, mm. but I think that's his goal on this one. No, I was just asking you because I remember fully having a conversation with you on the podcast saying you'd love to say instant classics, <laughs> and right now you're confirming instant classics. I'm, I'm not saying <laughs> it's going to be a classic. I'm saying I think that's what he wants. He wants that confirmed classic. What albums have I said are instant classics? So many, so many. He even said, <laughs> oh, "What's his name?" Gets is an instant classic. Like, let the album. What is? Breathe. Gets his album, Conflict of Interest, instant classic. Ah, it, sometimes it you me. just know it's just, nah, <laughs> it's a classic. It is boy. to me, boy. I'm not. I'm not take that out of rotation at all. <laughs> That's a fact. Yeah, now nah, gets to um, this thing. But in terms of like how I feel about it, I think. He's gonna try to be certified to the streets, and he's just gonna be—he's gonna try to be a lover boy as well. So I, I think that's what he's mm. gonna try and do. He's definitely I mean, gonna try. He has, he has the the clothing the clothing line with Nike, uh, mm. Doctor. In some ways, it's received backlash um, because of like the what Doctor? Yeah, like for example, the the bomber jackets, him jacking like the London style um, of having to be roads. Do you know what I'm saying? So. Mm. He's taken that style, obviously made it his, sold it around. Do the you world. agree with that then? Like, do you feel like it's like it's jacking? Because this is what I think is a bit tricky nowadays. Is like the influence, like, was it is it influenced by the London swag, and he's yeah. just kind of, or, or is, it, is he actually cutting it? Because you know, I feel like the UK and the US have been bridging it. You know, what I mean, like, I was yeah, and no, no. where he's from, Toronto as well. I think they're very influenced. London and Toronto, from what I've seen. Uh, very, similar, yeah, very similar places. I wouldn't be surprised if that's their drip as well. Mm. Um, I personally went crazy about it. I don't like bomber jackets that don't have a hood. Um, or I think that, that I would have liked it more if it had a hood, but it doesn't. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's jacking personally. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there was that 
Um, but back to what I was saying. I mean, yeah, there was, there was that Nike situation where people were saying, oh, he's copying styles from London. And then, mm. but even though he's been successful in the Nike brand, um, now he's dropping the album. I think this is like his... He's going to have to show... I mean, with that Yes OK song, um, he's, he's going to have to show that, yes, he's a certified guy. Mm. At the same time, he's going to have to show that he's the lover boy that everybody loves. Um, he's, he's he's played to both sides very and, well his whole career. Yeah, he's a very he, successful he, album, mainly due to the fact that the summer the summer is coming back for everybody in Western civilization. Mm. That vaccine, so, that vaccine could save it, boy. <laughs> save the summer. But can I, as an audience, yeah, do we still want from Drake? Like, and what I mean by this question is like, I feel like he might have surpassed himself now, if this makes sense. Like. He's like he's he's done the certified thing, like we said. He's done the Lover Boy. He's done the Marvin Rooms. He's done mm. the. It was the same. Like, I'm trying to think like where else can he go? Yeah, with? there's there's not a lot of other spaces he can get into, and he, it's the same. Then when your favorite artist or one of your favorite artists gives you the album that you want from them, it's very rarely that you'll get it again. Like, I don't think he could um, recapture what he did on. If you're reading this, is too late. It's yeah. the same way I could scream to J Cole. Please make something as good as a twenty fourteen Forest Hill drives, but he's not true. in that headspace anymore. Yeah, he's not going to be able to deliver that. You know what I mean? So I, I, Jake's given me. If we're reading this, is too late. I don't, I'm grateful for that. And what a time to be alive! I don't need anything else. He's already done that for me. Yeah. So I just enjoy his music now. Yeah. No, I get you. I get you. Because like for me, like take care of nothing was the same. I actually would use what you say, Debbie, the instant classics for me, like personally. Mm. Like, I can go back, listen to that. And it takes me to a place where oh, actually, you know what? Yeah. I'm saying man was more of a bit of a sweet boy these days, connected to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but God. like, yeah, but like, you know, like yeah, so they're like instant classics for me. So I think, yeah, I'm in that same headspace. Like, whatever he releases now, mm. it's just for the it's just for the enjoyment, isn't it? It's not even like exactly, yeah. Take it in his vibes, man. I think that's yeah. what he's always gonna deliver. And he knows, like Eman said. Western civilization is about to get back to it. So he knows when the perfect time to drop will be. They're saying April. Mm. Um, April, May, I think will be perfect timing. Let people take it in. And then when they're allowed back outside, it's going to be insane. Yeah. 100%. I think he's made the right play. Um, okay. So moving on to the third topic. Can someone remind me? Because it's escaped my mind. Um <laughs> Oh, WandaVision. WandaVision finale. Thank you. Yes. Um, I don't think it's finale. It was a finale. What? I don't think it's that- finale. So basically, apparently, yeah, it is the season finale of WandaVision on the, on the actual series itself. But mm. Disney Channel, WandaVision has 10 episodes. Do you understand what I'm saying? So basically, yeah, the, the TV the TV show of when it was like the 1960s, <laughs> 70s, 80s, 90s, uh, 20s, and then 10s, and then like the previous episode, spoiler alert, like when she just takes out like the whole TV, um, the hex, the energy, the energy hex. Yeah, when she takes mm. out the, that's that's the final season of that TV series show that she was broadcasting from her mind. But there's the next episode. Apparently, I'm not too sure, but apparently that is what it is. 
Uh, I'm a, I'm gonna say I've heard otherwise. I heard that theory, but they're saying it's false. I mean, they would say it's false, and then they'd be like on Friday, "Hi guys, surprise!" But <laughs> I don't think they're gonna go with that play. I think that 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 it's. I think it's done personally. But um, was everyone satisfied with it? I personally was not. I think it was a, the series as a whole has been a seven out of ten. So it's been good, but I wasn't satisfied with the ending personally. Why? I think Marvel only have themselves to blame, but there was a lot of red herrings and like a lot of false promises. You made people <laughs> bigger than they needed. That Evan Peters thing, I would be, I'd be on the phone to my <laughs> agent right now. I'd be livid. Man came back from Fox X-Men and this man said, you're going to be Ralph Boner. I'd be like, what am I even doing here? Um, all the leading, I still think Mephisto will come about, but all the leading up to that, Okay, it might be my own fault here a little bit. I have to take some responsibility for getting too gassed and thinking, oh, they're going to do this, they're going to do that. But I just don't think they went as crazy as they could have gone with it. I think the finale ended up being very tame in comparison to what we were promised. These men went on and she said, oh, it's going to have a Luke Skywalker level cameo. And then Paul, you've got Paul Bettany saying, oh, I'm getting the opportunity to work with an actor I've never worked with before. Lo and behold, the actor's in blood in his bloody <laughs> self. Like, fucking hell. <laughs> you can see why I'm next. Like, yeah, I hate, I hate. My expectations would have been fine. I would have been like, that was a nice TV show. I think certain weeks, it was some of the best TV I'd seen in a long time. Just the ideas that they were trying to put in place and the things that they were working with. But I think it just didn't, it didn't land... Um, it didn't land basically. But is that Marvel? Episode. Is that Marvel in a nutshell? I feel like sometimes they do things that they do have ex- a that excellent problem. stuff that's like ten out of ten moments. We all know them. Do you know what I mean? I don't need to repeat mm. them. But then for the most part, some of it is kind of meaty, average. Like you kind of think it's a bit forgetful, and maybe they just kind of mm. translated that into the TV show. Because I felt like the last episode was just like a typical, okay, wrap it up, superhero. Yeah, you know, play. Couldn't agree more. I've not actually watched that one division. So, so okay. Let me let me land, let me land, because E-Man has been mm. telling me about it and obviously he said it's like sick and to watch it. Yeah. But yeah. Mm. Why, why I have like kind of like hesitated to do it, watch it, yeah, is because is this the first like Marvel series they've put out there before? It is, yeah. Oh, put, Technically I mean, from the Marvel MCU, from yeah. the MCU, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, I think I'm being a bit judgmental, but I'm like, I don't know how like the take is going to be because you know I'm used to watching a Marvel film and yeah. that's that, you know, I'll leave it there. But like as in the mm. series, I'm like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to kind of take it. I'm going to give it a go, but I'm just that's why I don't think I've even watched it because it's just. I like, would say it's a good watch, and do you know what? You have the the pleasure of um, watching it as one. So a lot of the things that so I can already tell you like the first two episodes, they're not going to make sense to you. You know what I mean? But I'm you've sorry. got the you're lucky enough in the sense that um, you'll be able to just watch it and enjoy it as one. As one guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's tough, man. I feel like Marvel had something really good there and they let themselves down personally. Was um, it, are we talking like Game of Thrones ending? Like, you know how... No, 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 no. You know how... The, the, you know how, like, Game of Thrones, people weren't really happy with it. It was like, oh, God, they could have done... <laughs> Are we saying it's the same energy with that? Or No, it's not that same energy. I think I just feel like there was missed opportunities. And mm-hmm. I don't... For me, I think the biggest problem is I didn't like the fact that they set things up and then they end up going nowhere. That's what it was for me. You know, and I, I think was there was a lot of false promises from people who were involved in it that were mm-hmm. saying, 
oh, you know, this is going to happen. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen, who's the main lady, said herself there's going to be um, a cameo to the level of uh, Luke Skywalker. Um, and then it's really, yeah, exactly. And there wasn't, she was talking about Evan Peters coming back as um, Quicksilver. We already knew that, so it couldn't have been that. And then Paul Bettany put himself in it. He's the dude that plays Vision. He said, um, I, I can't wait to work with an actor I've never worked with before. Turns out he had to come out and say it was just himself. So, I so thought, yeah, a, I'm just disappointed. Yeah, I, I think as well as like Marvel fans, like you can't just say stuff like that and not deliver because we, we hold it to heart, you know what I'm saying? So I think mm. it might, mm. it seems a bit of like, maybe they wanted to put some hype around it and they kind of like learn more people into it, but. Yeah, I'll definitely give that. They away. did that for sure. This is like hate. It's not hate. I enjoyed the, the still series. Good. This is no, real I, hate. I, I, I've, said, I've, said, I've said that. I enjoyed it. I said, I said it's seven out of ten. I think missed, it was just missed opportunities. Elizabeth Olsen is a great actress. That I think that really she really showcases that um, in this. I think there's some really good episodes. I look to episode four when they're trying to work it all out and they're like oh my gosh this is what's happening um there was some really good moments i even quite i mean i was in the minority i really enjoyed the first two episodes which were just strictly like her being silly in the sitcom sort of thing and people didn't get it but i enjoyed they tried a thing and for me it worked for certain people it didn't i enjoyed the show i just think um they didn't stick the landing I mean, I'm talking about the finale here. I'm not talking about the show of rules. Execution, you're just saying the execution of the ending yeah. could, have been, could have been better, per se. Now, mm, and I was going to say, seven out, seven out of ten ratings, not bad for a series. I don't it's the first score. Yeah, do you think for your, and do you know what? Marvel can hold that because that's the first time they've ever done a TV show. So obviously yeah. there's going to be like, there's going to be things that they have to sort out and try and pattern. So yeah, I, I, I get it. It's, it is what it is. What about you, Iggy Man and Collins? Did you like the ending for um, the series? I did, I did. I really, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed how it ended because it was like, like she doesn't know who she is. She just knows mm. that she has powers and she can do whatever with these powers until she realizes the extent of her powers, and then she starts learning from um, what's her name, Agatha Harkness. Like she starts learning from her. And then that's how she defeats her at the end of like the episode. Mm. And then now she has to give up everything. And then she goes somewhere. And then now she's she's taken her powers to the next extent. Like she's now she's now Super Saiyan two. Do you get what I'm saying? She's she's yeah. now over and above her previous. I've <coughs> got a question for you. Yeah. Did you know a lot of the theories and stuff that like was going around online and stuff like that? I didn't, I, didn't watch, I, I didn't watch anything. I just, um, I knew about Monica Rambeau just because of the surname. Mm. Um, and I knew about the story because she was, she was supposed to be the first, well, basically Captain Marvel was the first black um, Captain Marvel and then she turned into Photon and then so on and so forth. So I know about Monica Rambeau. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I didn't know anything else. I didn't know anything yeah, else. See, I was just watching so, it and I was just like, 
watching it. Blind. Yeah, you was enjoying one division for the show it was, not for see. I that's you know probably I would have enjoyed it or I would have enjoyed it more. I don't want to say I would have enjoyed it more, but I had certain expectations probably because I read into the theories too much. So that's kind of skewed how I feel about it. I think as a story for Wonder Vision, Wonder and Vision, it's fine. It did its job. But I think they were telling us yeah. that it was going to set up so many different things. You've got them saying it's setting up uh, Spider-Man 3, it's setting up Doctor Strange 2. I didn't see any yeah. of that. Yeah. You know? I watched that, tw- like, I watched that like basically this week once the episode had been aired. Because mm. whether or not this is the last episode or this is the one, is it called penultimate episode? I think this is the final episode. Yeah, whether it be the final episode or the one before the final episode. I just watched the, the theories just to confirm everything. And mm. Yeah, but pretty much, I mean, I enjoyed it. And as I was watching it, I understood the story bit by bit. So, mm. and that's just from previous knowledge of what was going on. I mean, I think I'll have to do that for um, Fa- uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm. Um, just because... I don't know too much information about them, but I know that they're both great, great actors, both of them, and they're going to portray mm. the characters to the best of their abilities. So to see that happen, I, w- I really want to see that happen, and then Loki will come out. But I really enjoy the series. I'm just hearing my hate. Can I ask a quick? I don't think it's hate. Well? I think it's constructive criticism. Go on, uh, bro. Just a quick one: Is this like are they? Is one division like from the end of? Because I've only watched the movies, isn't it? So is it left off mm. from there? Is it part of, Is that like a continuum? Of, like, yeah, it, it, is, it's, it is in MCU. So it is, it's, you know, they even talk about things like Infinity War and Endgame in it. Um, there's even a great episode where uh, you see everyone come back from the uh, snap in Endgame. So they all tie in together really wow, well. Okay. Um, so, yeah, if you do watch, if you watch that, like, you're also in the film world they discuss things that happen in the film etc yeah no i do need to give that a go because it's like i don't even it's kind of like where where was that left off endgame you know kind of where it was left mm. like how into the series how are they going to kind of implement that and yeah so no, i'll give that a go man. i'll give that a go for sure yeah it's definitely still worth watching they actually did something outside of the box for once so i wouldn't mm. say and i wouldn't say and slay it but i do probably sit somewhere in the middle of Eman and demi i, I do feel demi disappointment because I, I saw some of the theories as well. Mm. And I do think they, they there was so much more they could do. Even though some of the theories were a bit janky. But I, I get I do get Demi's sentiment. But at the same time, with Eman, I, I like I like he said, like it, it was still it was still a good watch. And they still ended it relatively well to the point that <clears throat> they have scope to further her character and just a whole overarching MCU. There's definitely gonna be Agreed. more more weird weird stuff to come from what I can tell anyway. Mm-hmm. And, That's yeah. a fact. All right. Um, so topic four. So final topic for today. It's a bit of a juicy one is Megan and Harry. Um, oh. So Megan and Harry are doing their Oprah interview. They'll be airing on ITV on Monday. I don't know if I'm going to watch it now. I'll try to watch the it. The tea is hot because... with this one. Ah, boy, you got to get that tea out, man. <laughs> that peppermint tea, tea out, boy. What are we wearing to the interview? It's, it's oh, brewing, boy. boy. Down. <laughs> Jeez, it's, it's a mad thing. It's a mad thing. Um, <laughs> nah. Yeah, so, what's people's takes on this? Well, I need to... Yeah, oh, I guess my question to the people is, is what, whose side are you on? 
That's a good question. I mean, what as in like the throne, as in like the royal family or Meghan and Harry? So the royal, yeah, that's it. I mean, it's Meghan and Harry, isn't it? Surely. But there is. Yeah, you already know. The thing is that 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 is like ends up, baby. The war is kind of like beginning in the sense because it's like the nation are feeling mm. like the people that do respect the royal family. I'm not saying I don't respect the royal family, but I'm not really into it like that. But the people that do are like, yo, what's this woman? What's Megan? Like, what are these not on? It's like it's war, in it? Because it's an interview. They're talking about the monarchy. We don't know what kind of information they're gonna go into. Like, I think there's mm. been there's an they've said about bullying now. You know the Queen don't rap with all of this, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, <laughs> nah, she's not, yes, she's not on it. And the, like, oh, she really deep it. Like, I, remember, I guess she could argue Diana. In, remember last year? You only know what they did. Remember mm. last year when Thingy just spin, spin the Mercedes? It's not, what, was it the Mercedes? A Land Rover? Oh, yeah, what's Land it Land It was that Philip, innit? And she was <laughs> just like, <laughs> are you, man, for real? Who are you? That's nah, let me look at all your faces so I can remember who to kill first and then drive off. Mm. Oh, you know the queen when she was pulling up. Yeah. Yeah. Was like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pulling up, she was like, whipping mm, excursion. I don't know none of you idiots. Nah, but um, that's a fact. From that point up until now, yeah, like this right here. <sighs> it's messy, man. I can't lie. And oh, mess. so messy. Listen, it's so bad. I, I'm, I'm so. <laughs> I'm here for for um not for for Megan. Uh, listen, if I'm in if I'm in a family and let's just say I'm going for a dinner and one of them is wearing a racist brooch proudly on site, you've got to go, man. Yo, yeah. can't get, <laughs> get my jacket. We're leaving. Okay. Uh, it's disgusting. Mm. But Demi is. I just can I ask you a quick question though? Like, but do you not think they should have been expected to see with that? Like for Megan's and like not saying to accept it. But like I know, mm. how, I know how forward we've come as a nation, yeah. And to be fair, UK compared to US, we're a lot more integrated in the sense in it. But there's still all these underlying racism. Yeah. But for me, it's like the royal family. We know a lot of them is like the riches are based on co- colonialism. So for mm. me, it's like to have that shock value just to see someone wearing that brooch. What? I don't know. I, I, uh, yes, but it's it's terrifying. She's not even dark. Like mm. you know, me yeah. and you were dark brothers. Imagine if it was us. Do you know what? I'd go to the bus stop and they'd be like, "Oh, um, a prin- let's say Prince Harry was a princess, and I'm at the bus stop." They'll say, "Oh, again at the bl- bus stop, probably w- waiting for his bloody mates or something." The articles they'd put out, they don't care. Like mm. you can, there's you can expect something to happen, but it, you, I don't think mentally you can ever prepare yourself for what you're you're mm. really going into. And I respect Harry. You know, he's he's, yeah. he's come out and said, "I've got to protect my princess. I've got to protect mm. my queen." Like but that, that's first and foremost. I've seen what them man did to my mum. I have evidence. Yeah, I read that. Like, I read that. Mm-hmm. Harry's yeah. a different breed. You know, man's been doing the gum fingers for days. You know, he's a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a real one. He's a real one. Yeah, he's been a real one for the child. Guys, I got a question for you, lot though. Something I was thinking about from this. Do you think, I mean, I have my answer and I, I think it's a bait one, but it, it, it breeds for good conversation. Do you think Ooh. that the UK media hates her because she's a black woman or do you think it's because she's American? I, I don't, uh, that's it. I'm going to say because she's black because I've, I've never seen this treatment to anyone else. And even just that there's thousands of articles that you can, I don't want to say thousands, but there's dozens of articles that you can find where you literally see 
for Kate and then you see for Megan doing the same thing, like literally just mm. stepping out their front yard and it's, look how regal she is. And then it's uh, Megan steps out looking weird and the articles are mad. But it's, that's, yeah. And there's, it's that, that's the only difference. And she's not even like a dark woman as well. She's just, it, to me, yeah. it can't be anything else. But I say that because I think in our country, or especially the monarchy, they have a very uh, specific way they look at um, tradition and mm. the way they look at um, adhering to being a, a royal. Now, with yeah. Americans, they are very, very liberal and very like, hey, man, you know, bla- blazon, mise-en-scene, like, not mise-en-scene, you know what they're looking for, just lay back. Mm. Mm-hmm. And um, the fact that they've gone back to America I feel like in the UK, you can ask somebody who's probably not racist, probably doesn't have any preconceived notion of um, Megan and, and be like, oh, what do you think about her? And they'll just hate her. But I think some of that is stemmed from the fact that she's also American. Now, obviously, she's black, so it it obviously ups the Behind anti- it, yeah. yeah. I do think people are forgetting the fact that the American aspect does add to... But the only reason they from- went to, to America is, I can't, I can't, like... Harry's literally saying, fam, I, this is the reason why I've gone because mm. the media out there is too, it's too right. chatty. Mm. So I, it, I, ha- I have to leave. I have to protect my family. I mean, obviously none of this stuff goes away just because you, you know, you move to a different country. It's still all online, but maybe it's, if that's what he has to do. Bro said it was literally for his mental health. If, mm. he, if he goes and does something now, they'll all be chanting mental health. Look what we did to him. It's to our fault. He told you. I, I don't get it. Mm. I want to add something as well to Colin's um, question because I think um, I think it is to do with, you know, there is that colour aspect of her being a black woman, but I also think it's mainly, I think it's more to do with the American side thing because I think it's like, you know, this lady's come from America. She's come to Buckingham Parish. She's mm. not kind of, she's not, Conformed, conformed, you know what I mean? She's not like, yeah. you know what I mean? People go there and they play a role and I don't think she's she's played that role. And maybe, you know, the media was attacking her a bit and making it harder for her to kind of fit into that. I agree, but I mm. think I think it was like, I think the Queen and all of them are like, why did you not just marry an English girl? In, that, that's in lineage of all of this. And, you know, keep it simple. <laughs> I know, I'm all talk, I think, I think it's a bit, I think no, it's no, like, no, it's facts, you're facts. Doing, I, think, I think they look at Harry like you're doing up the most, bro. Like, look, now you've got an American girl and now we're out here in Hollywood doing Oprah Winfrey. I think it's, I think it's just, mm. they, it's more like you could have just kept it, bitch. Yeah. You could have you kept it PG. You know what I mean? You could have kept it PG tips. And I mean, my only PG tips. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? My only rebuttal to that would be uh, his dad played by the rules married Diana who was British has is in the lineage she still messed up the bag you know mm. I think okay what I would say is maybe it's like what you would say is if you have a role to play just try and play it. and I think at times my only criticism might be that Megan has not that that is you know mm. there's things that you have to do that they expect of you and you have to just do those things. Some of them are jarring. Some of them you don't understand because they're like thousand year old rules. Mm. But you've got to do them. And I think she opted to. She not. was way over her head, though, with it. Like, let's be honest. For, for Megan, though, like to to be fair to Diana, Diana kind of was used to that at some sort. But mm. let's be. She was an actor. She was an actress. Sorry, I don't know if that's the right mm. term. But she like it. It's a whole different world to her. So I feel like yeah. she's way in way over her head. 
with doing that. But to be fair, if you love someone, she loves someone, she's going to ride for that. But um, mm. the main thing I would say is like, it's their safety. Like Harry, yeah, he's seen his mum been affected by this. You know, we've all got conspiracy theories around us and stuff like that. But I think if the guy's feeling safer in America than his home, mm. that even speaks volumes in itself. That's, That's what I mean. So, yeah. But even if, let's say, even if people perceive Megan moving mad, I think she might not like the royal family at the moment because of everything her husband's told her. You know, when you're seeing someone and then... It's true you know, you might be pillow talking and they hate someone. They're like, I don't like this person. And then you start to not like that yeah, person. Yeah, their enemy becomes your enemy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And see. Exactly. So I think that's probably yeah. what's happened. That's, that's my, that's, that's her husband. And she has mm. to survive think, him like that. But I'm what about the decision to talk black. to Oprah? Simple. Oh, you like, like, okay. Yeah, no, I think it's because she's black. Because um, the royal family, the royal family w- wouldn't have accepted her, you know, if, if, if they weren't, if they didn't allow the marriage, do you know what I'm saying? They allowed the marriage. So I think mm. the royal family themselves, they've accepted the fact that that's Harry's wife. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? But I think, I think because of tradition and symbolism for the nation, they, they don't see it as they don't see it as pure. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm, mm, mm. Sorry to say, sorry to offend anybody with that sort of word, but they would rather see a white person in the royal family and accept that, and then everybody just roll with it. Whereas now mm. that she's a black woman, I mean, listen, if the queen really wanted to, she could have just stepped in and said, listen, you guys were writing bad things about you, you guys need to stop. She could have easily mm. done that. It's a fact. She, does have, she does have it's the true. power because... You have to understand she is the royal, she's she is the heir to she is she is the throne, basically. Mm. And you haven't really ever heard anything bad about the queen. Boy, even Philip, bruv, my man's doing the mad thing. <laughs> and I don't know how, you Andrew, know. Andrew, right now, he's done the most. Oh, that's and nothing's being bro. said. Yeah, it's true. So I think it's crazy. the media he right got now away with is that, playing like, what? That got yeah, the media right up. now is just is playing this whole game. Because they know that this this race situation is money. They know they know that the best way to to make money is to divide people and just keep them opinionated and hate each other. So I think that's really the issue. It's because mm. she's black. Whether she's American, whether she's whether she's from. I mean, look, Harry, Harry, and uh, Prince William. They all went to Jamaica. They all did their thing there. Mm. There was no bad article after that. But now that Harry's married to a black woman. It's like, look at them niggling with each other. Do you get what I'm saying? Simple words like that, niggling. Like, this is a real word, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, no, that's a fact. Yeah. So yeah. I think w- what the media has done is they've taken this, they've seen the whole entire race issue that's been going on, and they're like, you know what? Let's just capitalise on that. Let's yeah, because I 100%. Yeah. I don't even go under their articles no more. It's definitely a, a form of marketing now. It's affecting it's affecting their mental health. Like this is Harry's wife. It's this true. is the mother of his children. Mm-hmm. Even though he's not the direct heir to the throne, he is still in line. Do you mm. know what I'm saying? Mm. Even though he might be yeah, we'll or eight. That's somebody who could potentially be the king. So then now you've messed up so much. She's like, you know what? I don't want to be a part of this royal family anymore because you guys are messing me around. You guys are actually 
come in and scrutinise in my life. It's the same thing that happened to Michael Jackson. Every single time they were writing something bad about Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, this, Michael Jackson, that. He he went, he was like, yo, listen, I can't take this anymore. You guys are just writing bad mm. things about me. I mean, there's a lot of celebrities that do go through this a lot of times where it's like, can I just get a break? Can I just have one whole month where no one's writing anything bad about me? When no one's taking pictures about me? No, no, no nothing, basically. That's what's happening. So I think with this situation, I think it's because she's black. And I think what the media is trying to do is just divide the nation and capitalise on racism, really and truly. What's going to be the mm. repercussions of this, though? Like, because, you know, things are going to get exposed in this interview. You know, like, it's Oprah we're talking about here. Like, so mm-hmm. things are going to be Sorry. touched on that. So it's going to go on. No, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I hope so. I'm, I just hope it's not a sweet interview. Like, I need that energy. Otherwise, this is, this is just a waste of time. Yeah, that's the thing. If it's, it's two not hours gonna... long as well, so they, if them are just coming up to do up nice and ask questions like, "What's your favorite fruit?" I'm not here for it. <laughs> yeah, they need I mean... to come with a team, man. And, and mm. I think, like, because as well, I was gonna say, wasn't it Diana? And this is, I don't know how accurate this is, but wasn't Diana dating a doctor that was of um, an ethnic background? And wasn't mm. that what somewhat kind of was like, "Oh, hey, well, what's going I mean, on here?" I don't know how. Uh, I don't yeah. Know if that's... I, I I don't know the the theories behind it. I know that she had an affair. Mm. I, either either she she was separated or divorced. I don't think divorced because I haven't heard anything about Diana divorcing. But I know that she had an affair. Mm-hmm. And from that mm. point, it was like I done her. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, geez, he... now that Harry now that Harry's come out and said, listen, I don't want the same thing happening to my wife what happened to my mum. Sorry, I don't want the same thing, same situation, what happened to my mum, to my wife. And that's why I left. So if he's saying stuff like that, that's a massive cry for help. That's basically saying, mate, the royal family's doing this and the media's doing that. It seems like they're Mm. playing husband and wife just to destroy me. So it's just like, I'm going to leave and I'm going to step back. So that's what it is. I think that's what it is, really and truly. Mm -hmm. Uh, the tea's going to be hot, as I said, with this one, man. Two hours. Oh, it better be. Boy. This two hours. Gonna be it's going to be a match. I'm looking forward to it. And I think that, like, I, I just hope, like, they do, you know, spill the tea and whatnot, but they really do need to be careful because, like, we've seen it, like, what happened to Diana. We see how these things do, you know. Oh, we found them um, mm. there. They took some pills, like, next thing. And then, as well, um, as an audience, sometimes we're fickle. We just kind of like, ah, right, next story. So it's, mm. you know, We'll see. We'll see what mm. comes of it. But yeah, it's gonna be a whole lot of tea and a whole lot of madness, though, boy. <laughs> I'm fact. sure that I think they're gonna give a lot of tea, but just be careful with their wording of things. Mm. Um, I was gonna say, but, if, yeah, we'll see. We'll is see. the media and the monarchy hand in hand with this, though? Because I feel like the media just, you know, are they on their own? Or because I know email was gonna um, say. The, the Queen had the power, the Queen could have the power to kind of stop this, but I feel like the media's going to sell whatever story that sells, isn't it? Yeah, but the, if the media want, I mean, if they want to, they can. They could They could definitely, you know, if they if they see something happening, they have enough influence and sway to um, change the narrative. And they've just chosen not to. I think, for me, what's interesting, though, is just how, like, getting Black people riled up has become... Uh, a tactic for these people sure. to sell paper. They just think what's the most crazy headline which will get them angry and they just go with that and it does. Sometimes it works. It, like what I've st- stopped now is I've 
for things like Megan and Harry, I've stopped going in the comments. People are just hating. Are it's, 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 the, it's the worst place to go, man. <laughs> it's the worst. That's place. a fact. I think as well, this just showed like, we've all been kind of conscious of that racist underlying racism but like you know how mm. people be saying like there's no racism in Britain I think this is kind of like yo here we like here we are but like this is this is still happening you get what I'm saying so I think mm. um that's an eye-opening thing as well because I think and what, who I'm speaking to in that sense is that Americans look at Britain like there's no racism over here do you know what I'm saying but now this story is yeah. kind of like well hold on we've got Prince Harry's out here in your country because his wife is a, <laughs> of, a, of a black mm-hmm. ethnicity and like he's not safe so yeah, it's, there's it's a lot of racism. There's, there's a lot of racism. Even like right now with the situation with um, coronavirus and Chinese individuals. Um, like, it, I mean, a couple of years back, everyone was just trying to find a Muslim uh, person and just bang them out in the face. Do you get what I'm saying? That happened. That mm. happened in that happened True. in Chafford at one point. I even messaged a couple of guys. I said, "Listen, stay safe because you don't know what's going to happen to you." And really, I'm kind of scared for them. But now, years later, today, it's the same situation with Chinese people or anybody of Eastern Asian uh, facial features. So it could be mm. somebody who's Japanese and it's like, no, I'm not Chinese, I'm Japanese. No, you're not, you're a liar. You brought coronavirus here. Bang, bang, bang. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So are getting banged up mm. just because they're Chinese. So right. to say that racism doesn't exist in the United Kingdom is a lie. Um, can I say it's the, the biggest problem in the UK? Well, that's for another debate and that's for another discussion. But it's a problem that does need to stop. Mm-hmm. Mm. For sure. Yeah. For sure. I think as well, Britain just, uh, I don't want to bash it because, you know, I, I don't know, I like, I love here, I love the contract in itself in its, with the positive aspects of it. But I think it's a bit more slicker with racism than the US. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We, don't, we don't actively have, like, we don't actively have the KK clan here right. or all this stuff here. But, you know what I mean? There's, there's some people in the powers that be in the hierarchy that, mm. that, that position this in, in, in this way, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah man. That's what it is. All right. So, um, I think that's all for today. Uh, Made in Chaffet, episode 77. Before Music. we finish, I was just about to say, <laughs> <laughs> give me a chance. God damn. On your neck. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> For episode 77, um, so music, uh, lads, uh, tell us the music you've been listening to this week. So my recommendation is a song called I Need by A2. It came out a while ago, actually, maybe, mm. maybe a year or two ago. Um, it's under them versus us, but it's definitely A2 that's spitting on there. Um, but yeah, mm. check it out. I'll put it on the playlist. The beat is cold. Like The beat is out of this world. And he's floating on there as well. So. A2 always has sick productions. I rate Yeah. Another underrated. He's that underground as well. I feel like he's hard. He's, he's putting in the work for sure. Yeah, 100%. Um, my choice will be um, What I Need by Julie Drake featuring Lil Baby himself. Um, yeah, just a, a really good track from uh, a really good EP. Uh, so, yeah, enjoying. I am enjoying that. And I think I'll continue to for the rest of the week. Um, bro, what's your, hey, go hey, with your choice. I don't know. He's, he okay, I'll, I'll go next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go for it. Go for it. Um, besides listening to the Peppermint EP, guys, check that out if you haven't checked it out. Um, I have been listening to a gentleman called Reggie. Um, he's only made two tracks, but he's waving. Mm. It's like singing. Um, 
Let me just get sorry guys, let me get the song titles if you actually do want to check it out. Um how can I compare it? He reminds me of like a modern day D'Angelo. Okay. Like okay. That kind of vocalism. Um and it's that's some high praise. Yeah, like Southside Fade and I Don't Wanna Feel No More. And it's weird because mm. they're quite like depressive lyrics, but it makes you really feel alive. So I definitely would I'd say if you're in like um a kind like of like, fire sort of bag. Yeah, that kind of vibe. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. He's, he's up there. He's up there, that like, for sure. So that's what I've been vibing with. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Iman. Sorry for the absence, but the song <laughs> is Danny Sanchez. Kibble. Box in the Box face. Box in the face. That's a hard tune yeah. as well. That's a hard tune. <laughs> shout out to Javel for actually coming on for that. Yeah, that's a hard tune still. That's a hard tune. UK, there's a lot of music out there still. 100%. Love that. Um, All right, so, Javel, tell the people where they can find you online, bro. Okay, Um, so you can find me at all the socials. I only have Insta, so it's at lapel1111. So, yeah, you can find me on there, and then there's my SoundCloud link to obviously listen to the Peppermint Tea EP. So check that out. And, yeah, um, peoples as well, please just keep in tune with the Made in Chat podcast. You three are doing some amazing things, man. And thank Appreciate you, it, bro. Nah, it was a great episode. I really enjoyed today. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm about to check out Wonder Vision out and also listen to the Juicy album. So I'll, I'll keep you my post in the half. I know. Uh, I'm interested <laughs> to hear your opinion. No, 100. <laughs> some bars afterwards, fam. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so, Main Chaplin Podcast, episode 77. Until next time, peace. Peace. Mm-hmm.